Hi, this is Parker. We would like to apologize in advance for the audio on this episode. We had our own, but unfortunately something happened and we had to use the Zoom audio. This will not be the normal for this podcast. It's a one-time thing. We apologize. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Flix Capacitor Podcast, hosted by two film bros, and I say that lightly, that met on TikTok, myself, Parker McNerney, and me, Rowan McCloskey. That's right. In this podcast, we will talk about all things cinema and giving you our personal takes that nobody asked for. In this episode, we'll be uh, talking about ourselves. We'll be talking about how we got into film, TikTok, and 10 movies that describe each of our movie tastes. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. And I just want to, hi, (laughs) I just want to really touch up on the fact that he said, uh, talk about 10 movies that describe our movie taste. So this is not going to be our top 10 favorite movies. We are going to be saving that for another episode. Um, So if we are going down this list and you think, huh, I feel like they would really like this movie. or I wonder why this movie isn't on that list. It probably is on our top 10 list that we will cover in a future episode. That's right. It was really, really, Brown and I were talking, but this is our, technically our third time trying to record this episode. Um, (laughs) We just tried about 10 minutes ago and it didn't go well. And we tried last week and it didn't go well at all. And last week he and I were talking, he was like, okay, just make sure none of the movies on your list are from your top 10. And I took eight of those movies off because they were all in my top 10. So it was really difficult for me. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I guess we're just kind of, jump into it and uh did you want me to start do you want to start with uh, just about us okay okay so me i honestly don't remember a time where movies weren't a huge part of my life um you know growing up i was never an athlete uh, I was never even really good in school when it comes to like grades and stuff movies were always just kind of there for me um and a lot of that uh has to go to my a lot of that has to go to my dad because he introduced me to almost every movie I've ever seen um you know growing up my dad and I when we would bond we wouldn't we wouldn't go out and play catch or go fishing or go hunting we would bond by going to the movies or just watching a movie at home I mean shit when my when my parents got divorced when I was nine uh the first thing he did was show me all the rated R movies that my mom didn't want me to be watching. <laughs> nice. Good job, yeah. dad. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, yeah, movies have just always kind of been, they're almost like a relative to me, you know, like you don't remember the first time you met your grandma, but you know, she's always been there, you know, that's what it's like. That's what movies are like for me. Um, like I, I don't remember the first movie I ever saw. I don't remember the first time I ever went to the theater. Um, they've it's just always been they've always been there um you know it's always been a world to escape into you know just like the world of movies and trust me I have annoyed plenty of people around me that tell me that movies are like my only personality and I'm like you know what you're not wrong I'll I'll own that better than not having a personality which most people don't honestly though honestly um so yeah man I just like to this day even like going to the movie theater is like 
my favorite thing to do. Yeah. You know, I take advantage of those like point systems and stuff on like the movie theater apps. Um, I I still haven't figured out a way to get into like movie screenings. I think I did one time, but it was because I got lucky and it was for Shazam in like 2019. (laughs) Could be worse. I love that movie. Yeah. It could have been a suicide squad. The original one. Yeah. The first one. (laughs) Um, so yeah, honestly, like they're even, even to this day, like aside from going to the movies, one of my favorite things to do is show people my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. You know, like if, if, if someone tells me that they haven't seen one of my favorite movies, I get so excited because all, all I hear is that I just get to show it to them. Yeah. And then I will post and I will host uh, or I will dedicate an entire night to watching that movie with them. You know, whoever it is, whether it's a friend or my girlfriend or a family member. Yeah. It's just, you know, such an awesome thing to do. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I guess, oh man, getting into TikTok was like, <laughs> I remember when TikTok was still musically. And it, oh, yeah that's right. right i forgot about that yeah and it was like it was it was just dancing and it was just lip syncing to a video oh my that's all it was that's, that's all right. it was there was no recording your own original shit it was just copying someone else's and Which so is arguably still what it is oh that, little, you know what i mean yeah no definitely definitely um shit i've had people take my audio and then post it in a video and have that video get double the likes that I got. And I'm like, yep. that's not fucking fair. Yep. So oh God. Ugh. Right. I hate I hate that. <laughs> so I, I didn't really pay attention to musically. And then when musically became TikTok again, I was one of those people that was like, eh, nah, not for me. I'm not getting into it. And I made fun of people for getting into TikTok until one of my best friends did (laughs) and and he started showing me these tiktok videos and they were funny Mm -hmm. they were so funny so i got the app and you know how everyone says like oh i got the app as a joke i got the app as a joke (laughs) it was like oh man let me let me see if i can go because i remember when i got tiktok i start i uploaded like the next day because i remember i got it one night yeah, I remember I got it at night and I, I just laid in bed watching TikToks for like hours. And I was like, this shit is awesome. This is so funny. And then I decided right then and there, like, I want to make TikToks because I missed out on Vine. Yeah, I you know? was a little too young for Vine. Yeah, I was in like seventh grade when Vine became a thing. So I had a Vine, but I was too young to really do anything with it. So I would make videos, yeah. but they wouldn't do any, like they wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah, I, um, I, I I think I had it, but I never, I don't think I made any videos on it. Yeah. And like right when I wanted to like start taking it seriously, it was gone. Oh, that's was, right. Yeah. And I was like, damn. And so when I saw what TikTok was, that TikTok was basically Vine. Yeah. Um, I was like, here's my chance. And so I started, I uploaded my first TikTok on April 4th, 2019. And it's, and if you scroll all the way down, you know, you'll see it has 97 likes and zero comments. Um, but man, one of my very first videos, it wasn't that video, but like a few videos in, I posted a, that Pinocchio video 
where it was like, hey, if Pinocchio said, my nose will grow right now, would it grow? And that video, I just, I made it not thinking anything of it. And then the next thing I know, I'm looking at my phone and it has over a thousand likes. And I was like, I'm going to become famous. <laughs> like immediately I thought that it was going to be like Vine where I was going to become rich and I was going to like be a uh, influencer. And I got so excited. Um, and the next thing I know, the video has a hundred thousand likes and thousands of comments and people are duetting it. People are taking the sound. There was even one guy that had millions of followers that used my sound. And I was like, holy shit, this is a game changer. And this was like right when I got out of high school. So I'm thinking like, damn, if only I had this in high school, yeah, like I would have become so popular. Um, not that I already wasn't, but yeah, I'm sure you were so popular. <laughs> I actually made a video about that. I made a video about that. Uh, I was, it was funny. Cause I was like, after I graduated, I had a couple of friends tell me that I was one of the most popular kids in my class. And I was like, are you kidding me? No, I wasn't. And they were like, no, no, seriously. Like everyone knew you, everyone liked you. There were a lot of girls that talked about you. And I was like, oh, okay. So why was I alone every weekend then? <laughs> this is fantastic information for me to know now. Right. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, once I uploaded that TikTok and I started getting a lot of likes and followers, I gained like a thousand followers in the first week. Nice. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> this is, this is awesome. Um, and yeah, and then I just kind of started uploading videos left and right. And I had a pretty good grind for a little bit. And I, I, I got to like 10,000 followers pretty quickly. And then it slowly, just slowly started slowing down. And it was like every 10th video I'd make would blow up. Yeah. Um, so now, as of right now, I'm sitting at 72.2K, which is a lot. Mm -hmm. But because of the variety of my videos, because I don't do most, I mean, I mostly make videos about movies, or I try to, but some of the videos I make have nothing to do with movies. Yeah. Um. I tried to get into like film talk because I'm on the film talk side of TikTok where like mo half the videos I have on my feed are, you know, you or movies and stuff, 14 or uh, Straw Hat, Cuban Crusher, Soups. Um, and so I wanted to get on that side of TikTok and like make TikToks like that, but I didn't really have any luck. And yeah. so I thought, okay, I could just stick with comedy then and do like comedy slash like movie comedy type videos. And so like the last video I had that blew up was that Predator video, you know, who would win Predator or Kevin McAllister. And that video right. blew up, yeah, that, that video did pretty well. And so I thought, okay, that's what I can do is, you know, just comedy videos based on movies. I saw that video on my For You page and I didn't even realize it was you. Cause at that point, I don't think you and I had like talked, like, like talked, talked yet. Right. Um, and I remember seeing that video. I was like, that's really funny. And then as I think like once, well, I'll talk about it later. We'll talk about that later. Did you, did you follow me first or did I follow you? See, I don't know because like, I, I, <laughs> I never, I, like I saw your videos. I think that was like the first video I saw naturally of yours was the predator one. I, um, I posted that recently though. Yeah. You've which been is following why, like, me for a while or we've I been following have, each other for a while. Yeah. Um, and I might have seen a video or two, but like I never saw any of the big ones that you posted. Mm. Maybe I because like I don't know if I was on TikTok yet or not. I was a little bit of a late person. Um, but yeah, I like I 
I I always like knew your name when it popped up, but mm-hmm. never really saw your your videos. Like I mean, TikTok sucks, and I see like two people's videos for some reason. Right. But um, yeah, that was like the first big one I saw of yours. Well, I, I remember. I think I started watching some of your videos because of I I would see your background would always be your movie shelf. And I have like over, I have like 250 Blu-rays, which is a lot, but compared to you, that's like nothing. That's like two no, of your I'm, shelves. I'm only, no, no, no. I'm at like, uh, I'm like 350-ish. Nothing too crazy. It no, looks like more than it no is. No yeah. way. No I think way. I might, because each one holds 21. Um, I may be at 400. I don't remember. I, I've gotten, I, I kind of like, phase them in and out i try because I, I don't i don't get them for quantity like some people like right. you know like some of the people that we follow have like five thousand movies and it's just like yeah, I they, don't they buy movies. like every movie yeah i don't i don't want to move all that shit you know like no, i don't exactly that. um yeah no i, I won't I, watch those every time i move because i have a shelf like my entertainment center that my tv sits on it has eight shelves you know four on top four on bottom and i don't know how many i don't know how uh how many movies each shelf holds but moving it is a bitch because I have mm-hmm. to put all of those movies very carefully into a box and I can dedicate an entire large box just to the movies. Um, yeah. But I remember that's what caught my eye with your videos was the, uh, the amount of movies you had. And I thought it was super, super cool. Um, <laughs> and I remember, I think you commented in one of my videos that didn't do that well. Um, yeah. It was the, uh, I think this is the, you commented this and that's what made me follow you. And it was, uh, it was this video. Okay. When I was talking about uh, like all the movies I have and I was like, and I, uh, as, as you can see down here, I own all nine Star Wars on Steelbook. And then they're like, are you a virgin? Yeah. And you commented Steelbook? Hell yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, man. And so I followed you back. <laughs> That's really funny. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I guess that's that's just kind of how I met you. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's me, man. If you want to go over yourself now. Uh yeah. Uh I am Parker. If you forgot, and uh, I I like kind of like you. Like I my movies have always has like have always been a pretty big part of my life. Um, not the biggest because I'm a musician. And so, like, most of my time pre-COVID was, like, writing music, recording music, playing shows, touring, like, like that, that kind of stuff. And, like, movies were more of, like, a just something that I really loved. Um, and then COVID hit, and I couldn't do music anymore because so much of music is live. And you can't do that when, you know, you can't be near anybody. Right. Um, and I, and I, I had just... February 2020, I had moved to Brooklyn from Nashville um, to go to music business school. And then three weeks later, COVID hit and I was in one of the biggest cities in the country. And I couldn't, I didn't know anybody. I hardly knew my roommates. So I just, you know, I, I didn't know what to do. Um, and so that during COVID is when I started to more seriously get into film, I guess. Because mm-hmm. um, I'd always loved watching movies, but like, I there were so many that I hadn't seen you know like like I've I it was like gotten, more of a hobby than a lifestyle thing yeah just something that I really loved to do but it was always like the same kind of like whether it's a comic book movie or like it was it was more of like a I had like a niche set of things and like that was what I like to do 
Uh, but I loved watching movies with my friends and by myself. Um, but through COVID, I obviously had to learn how to do more by myself. So I started going to the movie theater by myself. Um, and then getting, I always had DVDs, but like I normally relied on streaming and then kind of through COVID realized, Oh, like Blu-rays and 4Ks are like worth it. Like, yeah. this is good. Oh yeah. Like this is nice. I don't have to worry about Netflix taking this off next month and I can see it in fantastic resolution with fantastic audio, as opposed to, Oh, my Wi-Fi sucks right now. You know what I mean? Right. And there's, there's just something about having a movie physically it's like the difference between like physical gaming and like digital gaming you yeah know, there's or, just there's something about having it or like an album that you love on vinyl it's like i exactly. can hold this i'm holding exactly. this thing that i love and and you know, nobody and the can artwork take it. that it has yeah. yeah yeah um and you know yeah uh so i through covid have gone through all of that and so like co- the one thing positive i got from covid was like getting so much more into into what i already enjoyed yeah. Luckily um, you didn't get positive from COVID. Yeah. I, I, dude, I, finally, <laughs> I finally got COVID this year. It finally happened. I, as far as I know, I haven't had it knock on wood, but as far as yeah. I know, I have not had it. Well, I touch so many people's hands at work. Every time I hand a drink out, it's like, thanks. Gotcha. <laughs> they like broke me. <laughs> right. um, so I, I, I'm surprised I, it took this long, but I finally got it a few months ago. Uh, but either anyway, I yeah. haven't had it or I'm asymptomatic. Yeah. It could, who knows it, yeah. it's it's a crazy thing uh but yeah that's like kind of like with you like i'd always watch movies with my dad like really stupid movies like surf ninjas and you know like horrible adam St- like jack and jill like that horrible whoa like, horrible hang on i'm just kidding i love jack and jill just so you know but it's horrible um i i actually i unironically fucking love that movie i think it's really funny everybody hates it everybody hates it i, I tried it. rewatching it and i don't think i finished it i think it's dude <laughs> fucking when she's on the donkey and the legs just like go like this and it you know what i'm talking about uh, yes i think the only oh. good part about that movie and a quote that i actually say all the time is the like you should come to my family's picnic we have games food we steal from the white people <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding we don't have food <laughs> that movie's i like that movie uh and yeah so that's movies just kind of have always been a part of my life and the past two years have gradually become more important right, right um and how i joined tiktok kind of the same as you um except like i was a little late to the game so i think like it was more regular for people to have it than like what is this dancing app thing right um it, it was like it was like like november 2019 when i got it Mm-hmm. so it was already pretty prominent in like the social media world and my friend was like you should get this and i was like well okay whatever yeah. you know because i was sick of watching the videos they'd send me on safari um yeah. <laughs> and so i finally got it and i was like this is funny like this is really good and i i like stopped getting my memes from instagram because i was like this is where i need to live like this oh. is everything i want is here yeah it was the new vine like that it was that it um, is. And and it's so annoying when people say like, oh, no, Vine was better. Vine was better. It's like, OK, look, Vine was great. But you're not on the wrong. You're you're on the wrong side of TikTok if you're saying that Vine was better than TikTok. I agree. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> and I think TikTok, TikTok is nicer because you can like kind of like subconsciously customize your for you page with the stuff that you like and comment on. Yeah, absolutely. Like so much of my for you pages movie stuff and also like monkeys riding four wheelers. Like it's like what I like. <laughs> right. Um, and so I got it because of my friend, and then I never posted. I only got it to view. Never posted. Mm-hmm. And then I moved officially out of Tennessee 
um, actually a year ago, like last month. And I don't, I don't know anybody here. Um, and COVID is still like prominent. And so like, I, I didn't know anybody and I had gotten more into Blu-rays and 4Ks right before I moved. And so I started posting about those um, before I really knew of the movie talk side of TikTok, like especially the physical media guys, you know? And right. so I started posting about my movies and like just releases and like, oh, I like this box set, that kind of thing. Never my opinions, really. Just like, oh, here's some movies I have. Like, oh, I got this at Best Buy today. And um, I, I've just kind of slowly gained a small following because any video I've had that has done that has like gone viral or blown up or whatever has been a negative video. So I don't get any followers from it. I most likely lose oh, followers from it. Yeah. Uh, like the, like the, the one I posted about the incredibly attractive men with the average looking women, that video oh, has right. 400,000 views, but I gained two followers from it. Cause all the negatives, all the, ne- all the comments are negative. Like, fuck you. You know what you're talking about. You idiot. Like Taylor Swift <laughs> is hot. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. And so I'm like, I'm at like 30, I, I just hit 3000 like last month. Like I I've slowly, cause I just don't. And I, and I stick to one thing. It's like mostly physical media, which is why I think it's like a more niche side of TikTok. See, but okay. So you may have less followers than me, but one thing I've noticed that you have that I don't is because you're strictly on movie talk. Mm-hmm. You have the same people coming yeah. in and like commenting on all your videos. I don't yeah. have that. Yeah. It's more consistent. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't have people that I'm constantly like, I don't think I've ever really made a video to a comment. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's the night. And like, luckily I don't do it for followers. Like if I did, I'd be pissed because I gain a new one a day. Like it's not um, just because my videos now it is annoying that I have 3000 followers, but I get 29 views on my videos. Like that is, like why are why are you not showing my videos to people that want to see them instead of people that don't but whatever um but yeah like it's um it, that is nice cuz like it's it's the same kind of people commenting and watching and liking which mm-hmm. is it's like a kind of a community almost and like i've made yeah. some friends like i made you and like some other people you're you're um, the only person i've actually be, like become friends with on really movie talk like i've talked to people on like, like i've i've talked to movies and stuff or george on yeah. Instagram, but it wasn't like a friendship thing. It was like, I, I talked to him about when Nope came out, I messaged yeah. him and out cause he loved it. And I messaged him like, dude, I just got out. I, I, I fucking loved it. It was great. Or I messaged him about uh, his podcast, him, Cam's and uh, Seth. There's Seth and Seth. I don't know the other, I don't know the other guy. I don't know the other guy either. I feel kind of bad, but uh, their podcast, Real Talk, uh, I messaged uh, Cam and I messaged Cam and George separately and i was like hey you know I, I listened to your first episode it was great you guys are doing awesome that's the only time i've really talked to them yeah you know but you and i we text almost every day <laughs> yeah and it's nice yeah. uh let's talk about how we well okay that's how i got into tiktok and now we'll kind of transition into how you and i met which was yeah. i went live on tiktok because i was like well i'm not doing anything i i'll try it and i went and i was building the lego x-wing and I was live before and you had tried to, you had requested to be in. And I was like, I don't know. And I also didn't know how to do it, but I was kind of grateful. I was like, I don't know this person. And I didn't know it was you because I didn't, I didn't recognize your username or anything. So I was like, I don't know this person, like it could be a random person. And so I didn't. And then I'm, I'm glad I did because you and I talked like we were on FaceTime for like half an hour. 
yeah um, about star wars back to the future realizing we had so much in common on top of lego and stuff like i was like oh my god and so after that live i messaged you when i said yeah yeah i was like hey sexy i was like (laughs) you know uh i said are we gonna start a podcast you were like yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah and that was it like that was it. literally that's how it that's how it happened after one conversation it's awesome because like you were like hey you want to make a baby and i was like sure <laughs> hey you come come here often <laughs> uh but yeah like that's that's pretty much it was super simple and yeah, i like talking I, to you and i remember good. yeah i remember i i requested to be in your live one time like the first time i did i requested to be in your live just because i wanted to connect with people on this side of TikTok on, on the movie side of TikTok. Um, and I just, I wanted to be a part of that community. So I requested to join your live and then you didn't accept it. And I was a little butthurt about it. I was like, damn, I really, cause I was like almost certain that you would have, for some, I don't know why I was just like, I feel like he, I feel like he'll let me join. Yeah. And so I would have, um, I would have, but I, I, I'm, I'm not good in those situations. And it's like, what yeah. if this guy, and again, I didn't know it was you at the time. So I was like, right. I don't, like, what if this guy's weird? Like, what if this, what if he's about to like flash me? Like, I don't know. Oh like, God. I, yeah. You know, like, I don't know this person. So I'm so grateful that I did it the second time. Yeah. Yeah. The second time, it's funny. Cause the second time I was on a work trip out of town and I was just in a hotel room and I was just chilling on my bed and I was just like flipping through TikTok. And then I saw that you were live and I was like, <laughs> and then, and then you accepted it. And I was like, Oh fuck, wait, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We talked for like, at least half an hour um yeah. about about like kind of we covered a lot of stuff and i was like this guy and i have a lot of the same opinions which i feel like normally doesn't happen with me so i was right and now now we're like we're friends and we text almost every single day and we're doing this and it's it's awesome so yeah that's that's how we met yep do you have anything <laughs> else? <laughs> all right see you guys next week I'm just, all right I'm that's it um <laughs> oh and then when we were trying to talk about the podcast like when we were trying to come up with a name for the podcast. Oh, that's right. Okay, so I'll explain the name that we have now. So the name we have now is uh, the Flix Capacitor. Now, mm-hmm. if you're a movie lover, you might think, you know, you, that probably sounds familiar to you because it's a play on with uh, the Flux Capacitor, which Here, is... Show, we'll show a pic. I want you to edit a picture of it into my hand. Okay, yeah. So this is the Flux Capacitor from Back to the Future. And it's the device that... Uh, Doc Brown created that makes time travel possible. You know, it's the thing that's sitting in the back of the DeLorean. Uh, you know, that Y-shaped. I mean, yeah, I should. I'll show a picture of it. Yeah. But um, so I thought the reason we came up with that is because uh, Parker was like, well, why don't we, why don't we have the name be something that's based on our favorite movies? And I'll say this: my favorite movie is I love Star Wars. I just love everything Star Wars. It's it's generic. It's basic. I don't care. I fucking love Star Wars. Yeah. Um. And so I thought, well, we can't do that because we can't do Star Wars because if we call our podcast something Star Wars related, people are just going to think it's a Star Wars podcast. And it's going to yes. be more than that yeah. because Star Wars Star Wars has its own community, you know, yes. very, very toxic community. But we'll cover that in another episode. <laughs> um, and then and so then Parker, I asked Parker what one of his favorite movies was. And he said, Back to the Future. Is that your number one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and yeah, and Back to the Future is definitely in my top 10. I'll say that. It's definitely in my top 10. I think that movie is absolutely flawless. So I jokingly said, 
what about the Flix capacitor? And Parker was like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Because it works. Because at at first I was like, well, I thought we may have the same issue as the Star Wars one. Like, they'll think it's a Back to the Future podcast. But I think that it's in that sweet spot of not, it's not where Star Wars is. Right. In terms of, I mean, maybe financially, like in terms of the entire world, it might be. But like in terms of the people that would be probably listening to this, if they understand it, won't assume it's a Back to the Future podcast. And if they right. don't, we'll still understand it's hopefully movie related. You know what I mean? I think it's like in yeah. that sweet spot. Because because when we before we settled on that, when we were thinking on a name, like at least me, I wanted the name to not be super on the nose. Yeah. You know, like one of the names that Parker said was what about the film friends or film bros? And I was like, ah, well, <laughs> I was like, I don't want it to be super film on the nose. Friends is so bad. <laughs> I think it's so funny. Was that a joke? Did you say that as a joke? No, or were you kind of serious? No, I, but as soon as I clicked send, I was like, that fucking sucks. I should have said that to <laughs> He's not going to want to do this anymore. Yeah. I, because I wanted it to be kind of subtle, you know, something. Something that obviously has to do with film, but not something that people are just going to automatically catch. You know what I mean? Um, And so some of the names we were thinking of was Film Friends and then Frame Rate, which is another one that you came up with, right? Yeah. And was that one you got off a website or? Um, I don't remember. Film Friends was from a website. uh, Oh, really? Frame Rate, yeah. I I think I looked up like filmmaking terms. I think like or a, something like a generator thing. No, I, I just looked up like like term like termology in filmmaking. Like and it was like camera and cinematography gotcha. and alphabetically. And then I, I, I actually I did the same thing. And then that's how I came up with the name slates and takes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause for those of you that don't know, like a, a slate is, you know, the clapper thing that they do at the at the beginning of every take, you know, like take one, scene one, take one, action. Um and then I thought, you know, a take, so that's a slate. And then a take has like a double meeting because yeah. a take is like a take you do on a film and then our personal takes. Yeah. And then you were like, that's good, but it's not, it's not it. It's and so was, close. Yeah. 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 And I was like, all right, I thought it was pretty good, but I guess. Um, and then one of the other ones that I came up with for the name was uh, the registered cinephiles. <laughs> um, yeah. And I said, well, that might be good. And you said, no, we're not actually using that. I said, well, because okay. I said it as a joke. And then when you were like, oh, maybe. And I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> not maybe. I mean, I was like, you know, if we get arrested, so be it. Whatever. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it would have been so funny if like we we started recording like halfway through the first episode, then the FBI barge in like FBI, open up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, is that all of them? Do we have any more? We had some, we had some we talked about we probably sent like collectively like thirty to each other. Um, we yeah, sent we a lot of different forth. ones. Those were those are the ones that I wrote down because those were like some of the best ones. Yeah, but those were good. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, do you want to do the top tens? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get right. the top tens. Do you want to do yours first? Um. You go ahead and do yours first. I got. My sister just texted me and it's actually a movie thing. That's boy, wait, wait, hang on. This is actually <laughs> when my sister texts me about a movie or calls me about a movie, it's like, and so she said, her friend just texted her saying, you know, that movie with a blonde dude and he has powers or something. 
and a beagle for the dog that helps him. And the bad guys are the like super tall white guys with black eyes and weird faces. And she underdog? said, that's what my sister said. Is said, are you talking about underdog? And she said, no. Wait, a movie where a blonde dude and he has powers and a beagle. And a beagle. Cody um, Banks. I, no, no, that's not. I love that movie, Agent Cody Banks. That's a good one. Um, dude, I don't know. If th- is that real? Sounds like a fever dream. I was talking, dude. Have you ever seen Spy Mates with the monkey? And I know it, what you're and- talking about, dude. But I, I don't remember watching it. Oh man, it's got a young what's her name from uh, American Horror Story. Elizabeth, no, Elizabeth. I forget her name. Uh, Elizabeth. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really watch American Horror Story. It's not. Yeah, I forget what it is. I don't I know what movie she's talking about. I don't know I, either. Oh, oh, it was I am number four. What the fuck is that? I don't know what, what that is. Dude, You've never seen that? I am number four. No, dude, it's so. Uh, it's not. <laughs> it <laughs> it's, is so. It's not you know? bad, but it's not great. It's well, fun. <laughs> it sounds like an early two thousands. It's like mess. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, like yeah, sounds yeah. like a clock stoppers type movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's another good one. Yeah, I just rewatched uh, that one. That one's awesome. I love that movie. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's all right. I yeah, I don't think you should watch it. I think it is like the the target audience is uh thirteen year olds. So you're implying that this is not in your top ten? I am number four. No, it's number yeah. four. It's not, oh, that's good. Okay. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. It's not. Okay, but anyways, uh. We're going to get into the top 10 movies that describe our movie taste. So, yeah, Parker, you can go. We're back. All right. That's going to so. happen one that's that's going to happen once every episode since we have to do this on Zoom. Um, just so you know. So, I'm going to start with my 10 movies that hopefully describe my movie taste. Yeah. And and again, cool. this is not our top 10 favorite movies. We're saving that no. for another episode. No. All right. The Goonies is my first pick. Oh yeah. You know what? That's the first video I saw of yours when you were talking about the Goonies and you were saying you could kick someone's ass or something like that. I don't, yeah. That's the first one I ever saw of yours. It it was where, uh, someone, when, when someone says that they haven't seen a movie like the Goonies and then their excuse is like, well, I don't really watch TV. It's like, dude, it's the fucking Goonies. Yeah. You don't need to be a movie lover to watch the Goonies. That that's like a staple. That's a cinema state. Fuck citizen Kane. That's the no, literally, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, th- and I remember a lot of the comments were like, "I've never seen it." I've never. I was like, "Yeah, dude." Yeah, and then half wow. the comments were like, "How well, have I've you not seen, seen one of the best movies ever made?" Literally, literally. Anyways, yeah, I love the Goonies. So like that that area of movie, like eighties coming to coming of age. Oh yeah, S- Spielbergness, you know, Donnerness, yeah. like fantastic. Chris cast. Columbus. Oh yeah, because he fantastic wrote it, I think. cast and score and yes. actor like it was in, it was just it was fantastic because because for those of you that don't know the older brother Brandon is Thanos 
Yeah, and his and hit the younger brother is was Sam from Lord Samwise of is yeah. Samwise or Bob from Stranger Things. That's right. Yeah. Um, and are are there any other big people in that? I'm trying to think. Well, there's uh, uh, uh there's Corey Feldman who was only really big in the '80s. He did everything in the '80s. He was yeah. in Lost Boys, Stand by Me. Um, Lost Boys, so good. <clears throat> he uh, Data, who was short just round. came back. Yeah, just came back, but he and, was also uh, short round in Temple of Doom. And then he came back. Do you back remember for... a couple years ago when everyone was like, "Oh my God, I just found out that Glenn from The Walking Dead is short round from Temple of Doom," and I was People like, "People were I don't... saying that." Yeah, I was like, "I don't think that's true. I think that's just racist." That I is think... racist. <laughs> I was like, "I think you'd be a little bit older than that by now." But yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's uh, my first pick. Uh, second pick, I pick Soul, Pixar's Soul. <sighs> Yeah, that's a good one. Um, just really to kind of one. cover the animated genre, but that I mean, arguably I like, my favorite animated. Film. I feel like that was like a Pixar movie for adults. Oh, dude, I cried every <laughs> it's time. So I good. It. It's beautiful looking. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful sounding. The music is incredible. The story is incredible. The double was, meaning of soul. It was it just was so good. Oh my god. Uh, all right. For three, I picked Avengers. 2012 yeah the first avengers uh i think arguably one of the most important comic book films of all time absolutely Uh, because i think the avengers i would say iron man is more important but i think the avengers is when the mcu kind of first of all really became the mcu and also broke into like pop culture yeah like when people go ahead well, I, I was just saying, like, like, kind of building off of what you said, the Avengers, the first Avengers movie is when that is is like when comic book movies became mainstream. Yeah, not not in a bad way, in a actually in a in a good way, because that's where it was like everyone was talking about the next Marvel movie. You know, before the Avengers, it was really only the comic book fans were into superhero yes, movies. Absolutely, that's exactly, and I mean, it's it's kind of bittersweet now because as a comic book fan like since I was a kid and as a person who's loved those movies, it's like, okay, right. I always wanted a world where people that weren't like me could appreciate, you know what, like great literature or whatever, like comic books and comic book characters. And now that I'm, now that that's what the world is and that's the most, like the highest grossing movie franchise by far ever made. Like mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm, I'm grateful that this is doing so well, but I'm also, I'm so sick of the fan cams and the horrible Wanda stands. And like, yeah. I just, there are obviously in any fandom, there are negative parts, but it's like bittersweet. Right. Um, little like uh, digression, I guess. Did you know in the first Avengers, Joss Whedon didn't want Black Widow. He wanted the Wasp played by Zoe Deschanel from New Girl. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Found that out recently. Isn't that crazy? Can you imagine? I mean... I mean, she the wasp is an original member. She looks she looks the part. I don't think she. No, I'm I'm glad we got Evangeline. Yeah, I she's not my favorite, Lily. but I think I think she's better than Zoe Deschanel would have been. Yeah, um, I also think that Black Widow works a little bit better in, in oh. that in that movie. Well, yeah, because Black Widow is the character that was built up from Iron Man Two. Yes, um, so. and it would have been kind of random to just kind of shove her in there. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, for four, I have Nightcrawler. Um, I just watched G. that recently, dude. I watched it for the first so, time in January. Oh, I watched it like a month ago. Oh, so oh. good. 
Dude, so, so good. Like I, I love those kinds of movies where it's like slow burn thriller. Yes. yes. What the fuck is going on? Like, what is what is this? I mean, and then dude, like, oh, and then like god. the last fifteen minutes is just when shit hits the fan, and oh you're just like, god. oh my god. And and I think that one is done so well because there are Absolutely. some slow burns that I'm like, this is so fucking boring. I don't care about the end. But that yeah. movie, I five out of five. I kept me glued the entire start to finish. It's um, fucking great. Mostly because of Jake Gyllenhaal, but the movie is also fantastic. Yes, no, he's he's so good. He is. This year has been like my Jake Gyllenhaal like reckoning, I guess. Like I've 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 always known about him, but I'm like, oh, he's fucking really good. He he is the reason that I like Far From Home more than Homecoming. As I much as I agree. love as much as I love Michael Keaton, because I know that's another thing you and I have in common is we both yep. fucking love Michael Keaton. Oh yeah, but. Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio for me was so good. Like, yeah, I, like, yes, I understand that a lot of people don't like Spider-Man Far From Home because Spider-Man is just basically Iron Man Jr. I get that. Yeah. But Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio is just so good. In it. It it, is. He's so it's, good. That movie, I will, we'll get more, we'll get deeper into that movie, but yeah. I, I may like that one more than Homecoming. Um, just not as a Spider-Man movie, but as a movie, like as an right. MCU movie, I think right. I enjoy that one more. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it is Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, but yeah, yeah, for five, I have the notebook. Um, okay. I love rom-coms <laughs> and that, now that is, that's more of a rom than a com. It's more like a rom-drom, you know what I right. mean? It's got a lot of drama, but uh, that movie makes me cry every single time. And I think it, I think it's a, I think it's a little, a little more well-made than, a regular rom-com but I i've only seen it once and and i watched it yeah a long time ago obviously i remember it and i remember how it ends and it, yeah it yeah. was very sad but it's been yeah. so long since i've watched it i'd rewatch it i as an adult i rewatched it. i was like this is really fantastic right okay. i mean ryan gosling is also sexy but you know <laughs> not, not the only reason to watch it um but yeah like i love rom-coms like friends with benefits no strings attached the holiday. Spectacular like, now. I haven't seen that. Ooh, it's not a. It's it's another one. It's not a rom com. It's more of a rom drum. Yeah. But it's so Miles Teller and uh, Shailene Woodley. So oh, good. So good, dude. So good. I think it's on uh, HBO Max. <clears throat> I'll look into it. Um, yeah. I like him a lot. But yeah, the, like I like romantic stuff, and I like I like you know shitty rom coms. Uh, for six, I think I put Hot Rod. Um. You haven't seen that? I haven't seen it. Oh, I think, <laughs> I think you would. I think you'd love that movie. I, I think I would too, because I do love, is that Andy Samberg? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love The Lonely Island. Yeah. Do you, and you, it, and I think, okay, the, the scrawnier guy from Lonely Island is in the movie. Well, I think the, short, the other, I think the other one, because there's three of them and I don't remember their names aside from Andy. Yeah. The third one might be in it as well. I don't. I don't know what he looks well, like. I think he I directed it. That's what I'm saying. I oh. think. I think one of them directed it, and then the other two, Andy, Andy, and the other guy starred in it. Nice. Yeah. It's it's hi cat. Uh, and yeah, it's it's like the Nacho Libre type humor. It's just right. it's dumb and fun and like this is ridiculous type thing. But I love I love I love dumb movies. I just really oh of course them. of course you know Surf Ninjas. Hot Rod, <laughs> Cody Banks, Clock Stoppers, like these movies that are so fucking bad, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all right. For seven, I think I put the social network. Uh 
Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't seen that one either. Really? Oh, I know, I, and I love. I love biopics. I just haven't gotten around to it. That's I why don't. I put it in there for like to cover the biopic area because I love. Right. I think that's a bigger one because like some of my favorites are lesser known. Like I love the the Ray Charles one. I think is fantastic with Jamie. I need Fox. to see that because I love Jamie Fox. Yeah. Uh, Jersey Boys is arguably my favorite. Uh, Clint Eastwood directed it, which is super random. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about that one. But yeah, the social network I hadn't seen until COVID. Uh, well, I was okay. on Netflix. I was like, I should watch this. And it blew my mind. I was like, this is, why Why is this movie about Facebook so good? Like what is, <laughs> and also Andrew Garfield is just, I yeah. mean, one of the best doing it right now. Um, for eight, I put Jurassic Park. Perfect which movie. I agree. Um, I hadn't seen it until COVID as well, actually. Yeah. That one I, I, yeah, I'm, I have missed a few big ones before COVID. Um, and that one I debated, like, is it in my top 10? I think it's really close. That, it's like a, that, <clears throat> yeah, we'll, we'll talk that's, more. <laughs> yeah. That's um, another movie that's like The Goonies, where if you haven't seen it, you're legally obligated to smack that person in the face. Oh, I agree. Um, I, I think my mom had just always assumed that maybe my dad had shown it to me. But like when she, when I was like, I had never seen it. She was like, what the fuck? She was like, I don't even. My grandparents movies. showed it to me. Really? Yeah. I watched it, it at my it's, grandparents house. It still holds up really yeah. well. And I think. It's so good. I was like uh, five when I watched it and it changed my life. Yeah. It, it's that's to cover the Spielberg-ness because like I, I have. We'll talk more about him and his. Yes, episode. we will. We'll, we'll do there, there are going to be many episodes dedicated to Spielberg. Yeah. They, yeah. Because <laughs> I think um, we both feel the same about him. Uh, nine, I put Frankenstein, 1931. Um, I love Ooh. the, uh, yeah, the classic universal monsters. I love, I love old horror films. Um, I love bad horror films. I, I like, I'm a big horror fan in general. Um, but I, especially like between the thirties and the eighties of horror, I think is just solid from start. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. every decade in between those had some great horror and like, Without Frankenstein and Dracula, which both came out that year, 1931, we may not have a lot of the movies that we have now. So it's like, mm. those are really important. Um, so yeah, just to kind of cover the horror genre. And then last one, I don't know if you'll know it. It's it's a little less huge compared to the other ones, uh, but it is an American in Paris, which is a- I've seen gene- American Werewolf in London. Not the same. Uh, the only thing that's similar is that there's American in a different area. Okay. Uh, of, of oh, are you talking about the sequel, American Werewolf in Paris? Except it's just he's not a werewolf in this one. Ah. But it, it's similar. It's still the same. You know, yeah, this guy's in Paris. Uh, which Kanye Who's in West. Paris? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, okay, American in Paris, uh, Gene Kelly, who started singing in the rain, huge, huge uh, singer, tap dancer, one of the best to ever do it, uh, a musical starring him. So just to kind of cover the musical area yeah. of, of, of film. So, yeah, that's, that's me. I probably forgot Solid. a few. I probably forgot a few. It's, it's kind of hard to uh, – it's a hard list to put together without putting your top ten. But I know. I know. Well, all yeah. right. I hope I hope you uh, hope you like mine. Uh, let's do Brillins now. All right. All right. Um, this is in, and I think this goes for Parker's too. Uh, this is in no particular order, right? Yeah. 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 Mine, is, mine weren't either. Yeah. No. This is just you know the movies that we thought of. Um, 
So starting off at number one, we have Stand By Me. Uh, another one, another coming of age movie that is... Never seen it. Never seen it. Really? Yep. Damn. It's it's but, Stephen King. Yeah. I've noticed Stephen King, his non-horror stuff is arguably better than his horror stuff. Yeah, because you have Stand By Me, The Green Mile, which I've never seen. But I've me seen neither. Shawshank. I've seen Dude. Shawshank. Shawshank is flawless. I saw Shawshank for the first time this year. Oh, um, man. And that movie. So and good. I, and when I learned that Stephen King did, like wrote the book, I was like, I know. where is the clown? Like, what is this? Why is right. he doing this? <laughs> right. When, when does the orgy happen? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, unconsensual orgy. Kind of Ooh, that's right. Oh, Dude, did, that's okay, right. Did you know another digression that Tom Cruise was supposed to be the lead? And he was supposed to be uh, Tim, Tim, Tim Robbins. Robbins character. Yes. Really? Yes. And instead of Morgan Freeman as red, it was supposed to be, um, Oh fuck. What's his name? From, he played Lex Luthor in the original 19 super Hackman. Superman. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman was supposed to be red. How different would that movie? That, have that wouldn't have worked. No, I, I, don't, dude, th- I don't think that would have Tom worked. Tom Cruise, you know, I, I say what you want about him. I don't think he could have done that. No. You know, no. like it would have, if he's not jumping off of a plane, what is what is <laughs> if he he's not at? spraining his ankle? I don't want it. Yeah, like he's he can't act. He just jumps and shit. Like it's you know like that that movie is just. I think incredible. I think I think this is going off, but I think Tom Cruise's best performance is Rain Man. Haven't seen Rain Man Ooh, yet, but that's so good. It's Dustin so, Hoffman as well, yes, right? Yes, so fucking good. I recently watched The Graduate with Dustin Hoffman, and it's it's. The only movie I have seen with Dustin Hoffman before that was Hook. So it was oh, super it. weird to see him, first of all, young Nine and away. also with like both hands. And yeah, bo- <laughs> it's really, really weird. But I, yeah, go ahead. So, yeah. Okay. So, number one, stand by me. Also, earlier in the podcast, I said that uh, my dad showed me most of, uh, most of the movies that I love today. Um, stand by me is one of the few movies that my mom showed me. So, mm. that's just my mom that's- really wants to show that one to me. Yeah, so that's that's something. just one movie that that's always stuck with me. Like that, I know that my mom is the one that showed it to me. Nice. Um, number two is Baby Driver. Uh, Another one I hadn't seen till two months ago. Oh, I saw this movie in the theater, dude. I saw that. Okay, when I saw this movie in the theater, yeah, uh, I went with a group of friends. There was like four or five of us, and we were so excited to see it. And I, I mean, like. Well, okay, no, we weren't so excited to see it, but we were excited to see it. You know, we saw the trailers, yeah. the trailers, trailers looked pretty good. So we went to go see it. We were all 17, except for one of my friends. I was 17, but one of my friends was 16 and they wouldn't mm-hmm. let us in. They wouldn't let us in. So we bought tickets to like Despicable Me 3 and then just walked into the Baby Driver Theater. So you and- picked the, 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 wor- the worser movie of the two. Yeah, because right. Despicable Me is peak cinema, far superior. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we we snuck into the Baby Driver theater, and what's crazy is that the theater we went to had our reserved seating, but they I, I, and and they still didn't catch that there was a group of teenagers in seats that hadn't been taken. Because you know yeah. how people will always come in and like look and make sure that no one's on their phone or no one's talking or no one has their feet on the seat yeah. uh they came in way more often than they usually do they even walked up to our aisle 
and like looked at us and we still didn't get kicked out. Wow. I know. I was like, I remember that happened right at a really good part of the movie. And I was like, shit, man, I don't want to get kicked, get kicked out. This movie's getting fucking good. Um, but even with all of that happening, I was still so engaged and I just loved every minute of it. Yeah. It was in the editing, you know, the, the use of Dude. music in the movie is just, it's so, Soundtrack so good. is so, so good. good. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Except that movie has one flaw and it is whoever played his mother, the horrible, horrible cover of easy by the Commodores oh, that she yeah. did, uh, makes me wish I were deaf when I watched <laughs> the movie, but otherwise it's perfect. Um, and then number three is Iron Man. Uh, and again, this is one, the original Iron Man, this is one just going into my taste in comic book movies. Um, I can proudly say that I have been an MCU fan since day one. Yeah, same. I saw Iron Man opening weekend in the theater and I fucking loved it. I don't remember if I saw it opening weekend because I was only six. I remember I being, eight. I remember seeing it in the movie theater, but I, I, I'm sure I went later because my parents probably not like, I'm right. so excited to see this movie opening weekend. No, my, my dad, my, I mean, like, you know, my dad is a huge comic book fan. And so we yeah. saw, you know, I grew up with Spider-Man and the original Hulk movie and, uh, you know, the original Superman movies, the Batman movies, the X-Men yeah. movies. And so we saw Iron Man opening weekend. And it's funny because we didn't even know it was, it's the first MCU movie. We had no idea that Iron Man was the start of something bigger. No, you and, know? And, and how random. I mean, Iron Man is, I would say was a, like a C-list character. He was, like he was, yeah. I, I always had like random single issues from like the 70s that I picked up at garage sales. But like he was, I didn't know as a kid, but he was not a no. popular character. Before, before the MCU, the faces of Marvel were Spider-Man, Hulk, X-Men, the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, and the it's fact like the, that they the built occasional the occasional Captain America, but like even that right. was a bit of a stretch, you know. I I, mean? I thought Captain America was a Boy Scout. I thought he was so boring before yeah. the and movies. Before the movies, you can argue that occasionally he is. I think he's a bit more interesting in the MCU. But we we digress more. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I saw Iron Man opening weekend and I loved it. And I remember. It's so funny. I remember at the end of the movie when he says, I am Iron Man. And I, eight-year-old me was blown away by that because before that movie, Secret Identity was such a yeah. big plot point. Yeah. And so I, I was like- I think that was the first- What? Probably the first like comic book movie to do that. Um, live I, action, probably. to my knowledge. Uh, I can't think of any- I can't um, think of any other ones that had done that. I mean, maybe Blade, but that doesn't- I don't know. That doesn't really count. I mean, um, and it's funny because we didn't because there there is an after credit scene in the in Iron Man of uh, Nick Fury walking out oh, of the shadows, and yeah. he's like, "I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative." We didn't stay for the after credit scene because we didn't know there was going to be an after credit scene. Yeah, and, oh. and yeah, and so we yeah. found out we found out about it when we saw the Incredible Hulk, which came out the same year. We saw it in the theater, and again, right. we thought this movie was just a reboot of the Ang Lee 2003 Hulk movie, which arguably was but we i mean like, it is but it, it, it obviously the, yeah, yeah it obviously was made to tie into the mcu we didn't that's, know that until the right. end of the movie when robert downey jr's tony stark walks out and starts talking to general ross and my dad and i were like are they making the avengers and and we didn't even think at the time we didn't even think that was possible because it was yeah. so huge it was such a well, big deal 
it's also random because the again the even the Avengers as a group was B list at best. Yeah, yeah, because the I teams mean, it, were X Men and Fantastic Four. Yeah, and and I mean, unless you were like a pretty like in depth comic book reader, especially in right. Marvel, which arguably at that time like wasn't the best in terms of right. their comics. So like it's that was for the comic book fans a big thing, but also drew in non comic book fans that may have seen it. What is yeah. that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, we found out about the Iron Man after credit scene because a friend, we were, we were talking to a family friend about how Iron Man was in Hulk, Iron Man was in Hulk, this means they're bringing in the Avengers. And then our family friend was like, oh, well, yeah, well, didn't you see the after credit scene in Iron Man? And so we had to look it up on YouTube and watch <laughs> a video of a guy like recording the screen on his. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's how we saw, that's how we found out about it. Um, so yeah, honestly, then, a big year. Another thing, a big year for comic book movies because that's the Dark Knight as well, two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and then number four, we have Hacksaw Ridge, uh, which just kind of oh. covers my love for war movies. And yeah. one thing, one thing about me is that with war movies, I only really like war movies that take place in the past, like World War One, World War Two, Vietnam War. I don't really care for the modern military movies. Not that, not that they're bad. Like I have full respect for them, you know, like uh, Lone Survivor, American Sniper, Thank You for Your Service. You know, I have respect for those movies because those are all based on a true story. Yeah. But that being said, I just have, I'm, I'm much more engaged in like the World War II type movies yeah. like Hacksaw Ridge. And Hacksaw Ridge, again, is based on a true story. Oh, and it's, dude. it's so, so good. So good. So yeah, I'm just Mel Gibson. Like, who knew he directed like, it? Yeah. Well, he. I didn't he, know that. I didn't know that he did Braveheart. I didn't okay. know that. Yeah, because I was gonna say that, he, he didn't do Braveheart. You told yeah. me that last time, and I was like, holy shit. Um, yeah, that's which makes sense. One. But before, you know, I, I had never seen Lethal Weapon, so like he also I, directed Passion of the Christ. Hadn't seen that. Like I hadn't seen any really. I think the only Mel Gibson movie I have seen, I had seen at the time, was like Daddy's Home Two. <laughs> and like you know like i and then i was like oh this guy directed this movie like that's weird right. and then i was like holy like this movie's again andrew garfield is phenomenal but the, so i good. mean vince vaughn is really good in that movie too i was surprised by how good he was i just thought he was so funny but like yeah it's like oh he's funny, not yeah. he's not vince vaughn in this movie like the no rest. i know like, it, oh, it, wow. it was it was awesome because i was able to still take him serious like it's it wasn't distracting because it was vince vaughn yeah you know yeah um, so yeah, I just love, I love war movies like that. You know, Hacksaw Ridge is definitely my favorite war movie, but you know, movies like 1917, Saving Private Ryan, Full Metal Jacket, you know, just so fucking good. Um, and then number five, we have Step Brothers. And this just goes into my taste in comedies because Step Brothers is probably the funniest movie I've ever seen, or at least it's, it's really? a movie. Well, okay. Let me say this. It's a movie that I will never not laugh at. Okay. And I can quote it like to a T. Yeah. Is it, is it like a, like kind of a nostalgia thing as well? Cause it's been a favorite for a while. Well, I, I watched it when I was in high school. Oh, well. So it's not I, even I really a nostalgia thing. I, I was, uh, I was underwhelmed when I saw it for the first time. Cause I saw it for the first time in like 2019. I was mm -hmm. like, Oh, this, this movie's going to be so funny. Like I, everyone says, it's and so you didn't funny. think it was, I laughed. I was like, this is not, that funny like like i i think super bad is funnier than that movie and nah. so like i i was like oh like this is good but like i i i had already seen the 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 nutsack scene 
Well, so okay, like, I I know? love I love comedy movies where it's funny because the characters are stupid. Yeah, you well, know, like well, like Dumb and Dumber. Or... Once once I watched it, and then I watched it the second time. I loved it the second time. I think it's because my expectations were at a reasonable place since right. I already knew what it was. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's the that's my just kind of taste in comedy. Uh, and then number six, we have Monsters Inc. Uh, and that is just to cover my love for animated movies, um, which Monsters Inc. I'd, I'd probably say Monsters Inc. is my favorite Pixar movie. Um, you know, one. I I probably will never not at least choke up with that movie. It's it's the ending is just so sad. You know, when he says goodbye to Boo. Um, yeah. Oh, and then, dude. Speaking of, I saw someone say that like Multiverse of Madness is just Monsters Inc. I was like, holy shit, a little bit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I absolutely love Monsters, Inc. I, I, I even loved uh, Monsters University. Haven't uh, seen that one yet. I, haven't uh, seen that one. I, I really liked it. Um, it's not near as good as Inc. Yeah. Um, I was actually kind of excited for Monsters at Work because that is supposed to be like a sequel. The Pixar, like Disney Plus show, Monsters at Work. Oh, I don't know. Is it out? It, yeah, it's been out for a while, and I oh. and it's like a direct sequel to Monsters Inc. So I was actually kind of excited for it, and then I watched the first episode, and I was like, "No, oh, this is not that good." Like, and it sucks because like Billy Crystal and John Goodman are back; they're in it. Oh, wow! But yeah, it just wasn't the same. It was not the yeah. same oh, at well, all, and I just couldn't get into it. It was yeah. very much. I mean, obviously, Monsters Inc. is a kids' movie, but that the one thing about Pixar is that anyone can watch Pixar and they'll love it. Yeah. But that show felt like a kid's show, and it was. And so I was not the target audience. So I was just like, okay, this is clearly for four year olds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then number seven, I have Rocky, which is another movie that my mom showed me. Um, and I'm not huge into sports movies, but I do love your, your, a good underdog story. And Rocky yeah. is probably the best underdog story there is. Um, that's interesting yeah interesting yeah and i i just love the rocky franchise in general um except for rocky five but uh i i i can't i've seen rocky but i think i was a kid i don't remember a thing from it so i will rewatch it just they they are so good and especially the the truce i mean it's not based on a true story but the story of how that movie was made because uh stallone was homeless and even had to sell his dog so that they could both survive you know he sold his dog so that he could have money and he sold the dog so that the dog isn't homeless with him wow and yeah and then when he got paid like for the movie he was able to get the dog back and that dog was a uh, bud kiss in uh in the movie the dog oh, wow. in the movie yeah that's yeah. awesome um so yeah rocky the original rocky i i love you know i love the creed movies um and again, it's not it's not because I love sports movies because like sport movies like they're fine, but I don't love sports movies. Yeah. Um, same. Okay. But it's just it's just that underdog story that is just so so good. Yeah. Um, and okay. then yeah, and then uh, number eight, I have Django Unchained, and that is to touch up on my love for Tarantino, uh, who I not super recently but within the past 
few years i was i finally watched uh, the first movie i watched of his was pulp fiction obviously um and i loved it like i didn't watch pulp fiction until i'd already graduated high school did you not like it i still still haven't seen it really yeah yeah. have you seen any other tarantino movie uh yes uh brianna my girlfriend recently showed me kill bill for the first time not the second one just the first which I was like, okay. Are, both of them are great. I love them. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this is this is again another one where I was underwhelmed only because I've o- I've always heard so much about it. I like the and second will, one more. I will probably enjoy it better or more my second viewing, and I'm sure I like the second one as well because I don't I don't hear much about it. Yeah. Um, and I've seen Django like when it first came out, but I remember really really liking it. It's so good. It's probably I, my favorite Tarantino movie. I think those are the only ones I've seen. Like I haven't seen Reservoir Dogs. I haven't seen Pulp Fiction. I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nope. Damn. I, I Damn. heard that one wasn't very good. I loved it. Interesting. When people I, say it looked- when people say it wasn't good, they can go fuck themselves because Yeah. I love- I haven't even seen it, but if you don't like that movie, you go if fuck you don't yourself. like if you don't like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you can go fuck yourself in the Oh, sorry. I just love that movie so much. If you can. Oh my God. We have eight minutes left. All right. We can do this. And this, yeah. Uh, so yeah, love Tarantino, love Django Unchained, Jamie Foxx, uh, Christoph Waltz. Fucking amazing. Oh yeah. Um, and the number nine is signs. M night Shyamalan signs his second best movie behind the last Avatar. airbender <laughs> okay all right all right at least we agree that that is arguably that, the best movie, movie to come out in the last yeah. 20 peak years. cinema s tier film oh my god all the whitewashing i love it I oh love man it. and ong ong <laughs> the best character ong oh god dude that movie i saw that movie in theaters and oh oh yeah and i remember really liking it because i was what year did that come out? 2009? 2008? I don't, I don't fucking know. 2010, maybe? <laughs> so I was I was at least, I was at most eight years old. So I was like, oh, fuck yeah, this is awesome. I, I was like, this is fantastic. And I rewatched it as an adult. Uh, the worst two hours spent of my life. I was never really into the Last Airbender cartoon. Of course, I've seen it. Um, yeah, same. You know, I was who like hasn't? An, but an like, average watcher. Yeah, but I, I grew up with Ben 10. And so... Oh, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and so uh, I still yeah. love Ben Ten to this day. And me too. Last Airbender was, was, of course, you know, a show that I had watched, but I was I was never obsessed with it. And so when I found out they were making a movie, I was like, "Oh, that'll be cool. That'll be good. I'll definitely watch that." And then I remember my dad saw it before I did. I don't know why, but he saw it before I did, and he was talking about how bad it was. And I remember just saying, "Well, it's because you didn't watch the show, so you don't get it." And then <laughs> I watched the movie. Yeah, you, you don't fuck. get it, Dad. You don't get it, Dad. <laughs> And so I watched it and I don't think I finished it even as a kid when it came out. Cause I watched it when it came out, not in the theater. Yeah. I watched it at home, but you know, I don't think I finished it. Yeah. So it was just horrible. Um, but yeah, All I right, chose so signs. 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 I chose signs because <laughs> that's one of the first horror movies that I ever watched. It's not like a horror horror movie, but it's definitely a scary movie. It's more of a thriller. Um, have you seen it? No. Ooh, it's uh, it is it is my favorite alien invasion alien invasion movie i don't think enough. you know it's it's not better than alien, alien. yeah um I, I understand what you're saying i agree 
Yeah, but it is my favorite alien invasion movie because the the reason for that is because to me it just feels so much more real, which makes it that much more scary. You know, yeah. like obviously Independence Day is fucking great, but that's an action movie. And yeah. so it's you're just seeing stuff blow up and you're just like, whoa, oh wow, cool. But yeah. signs, you know, you barely see the aliens and you just hear them the entire time and it's ugh, it's fucking terrifying. That's spooky. Yeah. And I was really young when I watched it. Uh that was a movie that my whole family like hyped up like my mom my dad my older sister they were all talking about how good the movie is and how someday i'm gonna be old enough to watch it and i watched it when i was like seven and i i loved it oh wow and in the if you've seen the movie you know that they have the tinfoil hats with like the antenna on it the the hershey kiss yes that's it hershey kiss yeah my dad made me one of those to watch the movie with that's awesome and it was it was just so fun yeah um, so yeah, I love that movie. That movie will always have a special place in my heart because I was so young when I watched it. So I guess I do kind of have some nostalgic bias for that movie, but I'm sure it's still, it's a big movie. I'm sure it's still, yeah, really big. I, I still love it. Um, yeah. and then lastly, I have 12 angry men, Henry Fonda, 12 angry men. That's a oh fantastic movie. And that's so interesting good. because there aren't many movies like it. So it's like a hard where it's to- like real time. And that is, that is I, I watched that one for the first time two months ago. Uh, blew my mind, and is, it's, it's fantastic. I watched it for the first time in high school. Actually, fun fact: the reason I do kind of have a, another bias against this uh, for this movie. Um, I was a theater kid in high school. I don't know if you could tell that by the everything of me, but I was a theater kid, and I'm literally wearing a Shakespeare shirt right now. <laughs> of course, love it. And, yeah, and so. I watched, I, we did that play, except we did 12 Angry Jurors so that we could have girls in it. And I was a junior when we did that. And it was the senior show. We did it at the end of the year. And so it was the senior show. And I was the only junior in that play. And I was the lead. I was Henry Fonda's character. I was juror number eight. That's awesome. I know. And it was the second play I ever did. The first play I did was Three Musketeers where I played Athos. So another, my first play I had a lead. I, in my first play, I had a lead, but in my second play, 12 Angry Jurors, I had the lead. And it was insane, and I loved it. And so we watched the movie in prep. Like, during a rehearsal, we watched the movie, and I fucking loved it. I've seen the, I don't even know how many times I've seen it now. It's such it's, a good movie. Like, Henry Fonda's character is the man that I want to be someday. Yeah. You know, he's course. such and a that's- good... That's a movie that we can talk about for a yes. long time, oh, I feel like. So we'll probably absolutely. do an episode dedicated to that movie because that's yeah. a fantastic movie. Like the fact that a movie where literally nothing happens and it's just a yeah. movie about talking could be yeah. so good. Like like write if you're if you're looking into writing, like screenwriting, you need it is required that you watch that movie. You need to know how to It's incredible. Yeah. You need to know how to write dialogue because that movie is phenomenal. It is. It's incredible. Um, we have two and a half minutes left, so we're going to end it and yeah. in in, within the next two and a half minutes. Um, I thought, I think this went well, a hell of a um, lot better than the last attempt. Sure did. <laughs> um, and, and, uh, we, we hope you enjoyed this and you can, you can find our podcast anywhere, um, that you can listen to a podcast and, uh, yeah, I, I have nothing else to say. Do you have anything else? Uh, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. You know, uh, yeah. my both my both my Instagram and TikTok are Bro in the Movie Maker. Yeah, both both uh, both my Instagram and TikTok are Parker McNerney, which is just my name. We'll, we can 
we'll type our names in the description so we don't have to spell them both to you because we have right. names to spell. But yeah, yeah. I, I, this is great. Uh, we will be uploading every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will see you next week for our s- spooky spectacular. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. We will see you soon. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Hi. We hope you enjoyed that episode. I was just coming in to tell you that you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Our Instagram is Flix Capacitor Pod, F L I C K S C A P A C I T O R P O D. Our TikTok is Flick App Podcast, F L I C A P P O D C A S T. Our YouTube is just the Flix Capacitor Podcast, uh, spelled the same as it's spelled on whatever you're listening to us on right now. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for caring. Have a wonderful day.